Brooks. And I'm Dan. I'm just after work. We talk about the things we do after work. Yeah, that boring stuff in the middle of the day, like how I take people on hunts in the woods to catch the elusive Sasquatch. You hunt to catch things? Well, it's a... Or do you... It's a catch hunt. Murder them. Catch it, huh? Well, we haven't found a Sasquatch. You catch him with a rifle? Well, if it comes to it... can't talk about this. Hefty, hefty amounts of money. Nope. Still no. I don't... I still don't understand why people believe in me, because I've never seen... I mean, cut that out. That's from my didn't work podcast. Yep. Hey, Jimson. How are you doing? Doing all right. So when's the last time you've been bowling? Hmm, at least a couple of years. So I went Something bowling. happened these past two years? I, I feel I like I know. haven't been since before. I don't know what happened these last couple of years, but yeah, haven't been in a while. I went bowling last Friday. Where'd you go? To the Milwaukee Bowling Alley, on whatever a, it's called. On a Friday? Friday night. Got there at 930 Cosmic Bowl till oh, midnight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it was the end of my son's spring break. His his friend was staying with us, so we uh we got uh, we us three. How was it? It was fun. What was the deal? I mean, did they f- have some size seventeen shoes for you? I don't wear seventeen, so I wear fifteen. <laughs> okay, all right. And yes, they had ridiculous looking shoes for me. <laughs> There was a clown over, hey, Bing Bong the Clown, come over here. We need your shoes. When you get up to my size, you don't get laces. No, it's all, all Velcro. Velcro. That's a great, man. <laughs> Luckily, my feet are long but not wide, so that Velcro just barely hit. <laughs> yeah. my uh, I got a wide foot. Oh, that's I too feel bad. like we should do a water displacement. With our two feet, mm. just to see whose is truly bigger. Your yours may be longer, but mine's girthier. <laughs> Got a lot of girth in those mm-hmm. Hobbit feet. Yep. But uh, how was so? Do uh, it was a lot of fun. We did five games in two and a half hours. So for the three of us, it took us a half an hour to bowl a game. Nice. We were the last people. Uh, Finish. We were the second to last lane to be done. Mm-hmm. The whole place was packed. When you started? At, at 10 o'clock when they officially started, we got there about a half hour early. The whole place was packed at 10 o'clock. And then I noticed I was trying to keep track because I knew it ended at midnight. And I was trying to keep track of how long it took us to play a game. So the first game we played, I was like, oh, that was about a half an hour. We're, we're good. And then I was like, all right, we got to we gotta speed this one up a little bit. We got to make sure we finish this game. And all the other people around their lanes were getting shut down when their game ended. Hmm. You know, say like 10, 15 minutes before. Because uh, they didn't have enough time to play another game. Oh. And so then they left. <laughs> but we we got done like three minutes to midnight. Wow. Timed it just about perfect. Did uh, you do any cool like trick shots or? I got a couple of strikes. A couple of strikes, man. Five games of the... Let's say hmm, I did not bowl 13 balls in every game, but, you know, wait, 12? 13. 12. 12? 12. Oh, no, I bowled way more than 12. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> 12, if 12 you would all be all strikes. strikes. So you got, you know, a lot of rolls. Yeah, so I probably bowled at least 20 a game. Did uh, Did you win? 
Did you bowl? I won two of the five, the first mm-hmm. and the last. Okay, where it counts. And Jasper won them three in the middle. Mm-hmm. What would you say your handicap was? I think the handicap brings you up to 190. <laughs> About 90. Okay, all right. <laughs> On the games that I lost, I was ro- rolling right around 100. I think you want your handicap to be high, and then <laughs> every once in a while, s- step it up a notch. The the just... last game that I won, I had 150. Oh. That's pretty good that's for a, me. That's a good game. It was, you know, several several strikes and, and spares. I used to have a trophy around here. A bowling trophy. Well, there's a lot of trophies, but I got a world's uh, best grandma doesn't count. I got a 265 in league play. That is a very high score. How many strikes do you have to roll to get that? It's like almost all strikes and one mess up. One. Yeah. Because basically... It's one mess up somewhere around the middle gets you 265, I believe. 30 points per frame is the maximum mm-hmm. that you can get. Yep. And I think somewhere around the middle, I went and hit five of them down and then striked out the rest of them. And I think I got a spare there. And you pick up that spare. And I then... picked up that and then striked out the whole rest of the way. But that was a long, 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 long time ago. Yeah. I'm definitely not good. 20 years probably, actually. That was 20 years ago. Yeah. I'm that guy that played football in high school. It's like, I got six sacks in that game against Milwaukee High. No, you didn't. Back in shot two. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna take that to the grave. My my bowling skills I used to have. You're gonna like get buried with it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the truth was, or you get a get a picture of that put on your gravestone so everybody can see it. What happened to that trophy? I believe there was a friend of mine that broke his leg playing soccer, and then I found a soccer person. A soccer trophy person and dismantled my trophy, put that soccer person on top, and then put some uh, masking tape over my name and 265, and I said, world's worst soccer player, and I gave it to him. Wow. You know, I ruined my trophy. I should have never done that. What was that guy's name? Anyways, Dan, that's cool. You got to spend some, some of that sweet spring break with your boy. Yeah. And his friend. Hey, do we have any emails oh let me just double check afterworkpod at gmail.com and take a look yes we do that's a great email address afterworkpod at gmail.com it sure is one of the best uh send anything whimsical non-whimsical heartfelt non-heartfelt you could even send a very boring email your thoughts on will smith slapping chris rock if you like hey hey still be talking about it next week uh this is titled a very boring email okay from Andy. Hey, Andy. Hey, Andy. Gentlemen, I would like to answer Dan's question. That's me. Dan's question first. There is a Star Wars game that is a direct competitor to Warhammer. It's called Legion. You can get a starter set for about $75 to $90, which has enough stuff for a two-player skirmish mode game. Okay. You probably want to spend another $60 on enough units to make one army. I have two armies, one Rebel and one Galactic Republic. You know, the clones. My friend Scott and I split a couple of starters, so his armies are the Galactic 
are, no, his armies are the Empire and the Separatists. You know, the droids. My favorite part of Star Wars were always the spaceships. So, X-Wing. It's a dogfight. It's a dogfighting game. Rather than being able to move anywhere, you use maneuver templates to move your ships around. I usually make spaceship noises because <laughs> I am an adult. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> I, I like to think that Andy's like all business, super. He's like, I think I'm going to move. Uh, okay, roll the dice to move. And then, and then, and then do the sound effects. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Uh, <laughs> And you're dead. And you're in your dead there. Uh, yeah. I started making... Oh, okay. That part's over. <clears throat> I started making tiki drinks for absolutely no reason at all. My first, a Mai Tai, was a smashing success as rated by the one who drank it, me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my wife and I went to brunch after we dropped our oldest daughter off at the airport to return to college. And it was delicious. The uh, the brunch. Yeah, not the airport. A plate of, I do not know how to say this word. Empanadas? No, hold on. Let me try. Hold on. Chalaquil. Chal Chalaquiles. Yeah. Breakfast nachos. Breakfast nachos. And a beer mosa. I wonder what's in a beer mosa. Ooh. Uh. Why do almost all of my emails contain food or drink mentions? It's not because I am a giant fat guy, right? I don't think it's no. necessarily. I mean, actually, I don't know what you look like, to be fair. He's, I, I describe Andy as large and in charge. <laughs> all right. Then maybe. Voluptuous. Oh, not frumpy. Not frumpy. There's, Voluptuous. There's a difference. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that was from Andy. Hey, thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. Uh, so I also made a Mai Tai this last weekend. What? Yes, I did. And? It was not as big of a success as My Andy's. Is the, the, is the Mai Tai the coconut? No, that's pina colada. Yeah. No, this is... Pineapple no, coconut. There's, this one has almond syrup, which is called... Orja or or orjat. You might read it as or orgrit. Orgit? It's French, I think. I don't know. It's almond syrup and lime juice and rum, and that's about it. Nice. Some later versions contain other like, tropical juices. With a cherry in it. Oh, of course. You got yeah, you got a cherry on got top. Those cherries floating in Three there. Three or four garnishes on a skewer. My wife... Uh... I always feel, you know, when I go up and order a drink for my wife when she wants one with cherries and she's like, make sure they put some extra cherries in there. <laughs> She'll be like, four cherries, six cherries. Six cherries. <laughs> they don't charge you extra. I know they don't. They, they don't care. They're just but, like, no, whatever. But when I'm ordering it and I'm like, make sure there's like a lot of cherries in there too. And they're like, is this for you? And I'm like, Maybe. Maybe it's for me. Maybe. So I got another question. I, I like these follow-up questions. We got another question for Andy because I made my Mai Tai with two 
different rums. And the dark and the light. Well, I'm yeah. I use the the Kaloa dark rum, which I think is fine. I think the part, well, I know the part that my wife didn't like was the other, the other rum, which was the Smith and Cross. It's got a distinct flavor, and I think that just overpowered the whole thing. So I'm just wondering what kind you were using, Andy. That's all. All right. Hey, thanks, Andy. Email show afterworkpowdergmail.com if you would like. And if not, only I will be hurt. Not Dan. Dan doesn't doesn't care either way. I'm the one that'll be uh, crying myself to sleep thinking about all the people that listen and don't email the show. I mean, you do that anyway, though. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people. Oh, thousands. Thousands. Dozen of people. Dozen. Uh, Hey. I just finished up my sweet, sweet uh, vacation. Oh, welcome back. I went to visit my aunt in Pesco, Washington. It's about but, four, th- four hour drive from here. So, but last week when you told us, you said you were going to the Tri Cities. Well, I went to the Tri. Okay, the Tri Cities are it's one of the Tri's: Pasco, Richland, Pasco, and uh, another one, Kennewick. Kennewick. Okay, Kennewick. Okay, so the Tri-Cities is just like an area. It's three cities that are right by each other. Okay. It'd be like if Portland wasn't so big, and if Beaverton and Gresham were like, no, no, we're the (laughs) Tri-Cities. And everybody's like, oh, Beaverton, Gresham, you guys are a suburb of Portland. I was looking at a national stat, and it said Portland, Hillsboro, Vancouver. Those were the three cities that it was calling Portland. That's what they lump in. They they lump a different state into the Portland metropolitan area. Yeah, it was some stat about where the most expensive place to live was. Okay. We were 14th. Of 50? Of all the cities in the United States. Yeah, there's only like 50 or so, right? There's a lot. 14? Yeah. Man, I'm glad I bought my house 13 it years It wasn't ago. just houses. It was cost of living. Everything. Oh, yeah. Well, good thing I don't do anything. Good. Hmm. Anyway, how was that trip up to Pasco? Well, the the drive was great. On the way up there, I stopped by your favorite little little dine dive, the East the Wind East Wind Cafe. And you know, inflation has hit the <laughs> yeah. ice cream market severely. So, okay, hold on. So, it, let's just say you were going to go get a large, uh, soft serve ice cream cone from East Wind. What would that cost you? A large soft serve ice cream from Eastwind. I'm not looking back at the picture I took and sent you. Was nine dollars and seventy cents. Seems like a lot. The large milkshake was five dollars and like forty cents. I had this discussion with them before. I said, "Hey, <laughs> can I ask you why the large cone costs more than a large milkshake?" And they said, "Oh, it's very large." <laughs> Yeah, and I said I'll take it. And I was in the car. Oh, drive through. Last time I got the large there, Daniel was a baby. Uh-huh. I remember holding him in one hand and <laughs> and the other baby arm, in the other, and my uh, my ice cream cone in the other arm, and they were about the same size. Uh, but we hung out out front and ate our ice cream. Now. 
if I were to order the large ice cream cone at the East Wind Cafe, I feel like my son, who's he's he's a big soon to be 10 year old he'd be like i want one of those larges also and i'd be like i, I can't <laughs> i can't you'll spill I it can't no yeah yeah so it's like i can't get the large just because he's gonna want to try it and even the medium's probably too much for him yeah and we had another three hours of driving mm. and i thought you know maybe this car ride <laughs> wouldn't be as great with the windows rolled up on the freeway after eating uh, you know, a gallon of ice cream each. It's <laughs> a lot of ice cream. It's a lot of ice cream. But it was uh, you know, it was delicious. I got the what did I get? No, I think I just got a regular milkshake. Strawberry milkshake. Okay. Keep it simple, because I was hitting the road and I didn't want to get another speeding ticket that was ice cream related. We won't talk about that. We won't talk about that. <laughs> and uh yeah, we got up there, we stayed up. The, a little place that my aunt suggested. Could have stayed at her house, but when I'm on vacation and with the kids, they like to they like to do some swimming. So we found a place with a nice indoor swimming pool. It was, uh, I forgot the name of the place, but it was a great comfort place. Comfort Inn? No, not Comfort Inn. It's owned by- Quality Inn. Not Quality Inn. It's, it does have Inn in the name. <laughs> Keep going. It's owned by the Hilton. So Mo, it's fancy. Till, Mo, till, holiday in. Holiday in. No, okay. I don't know. Huh? Well, it was great. It was in Richland, Washington. And they had a awesome buffet. Not buffet, but like awesome continental breakfast. Great. And a great indoor swimming pool. And this hot tub was the best hotel hot tub I've ever been in. Nice. Comparatively to my, my, you know, I've got high standards for hot tubs now. Yeah, of course. The water was very hot, the way I like it. You know, uh-huh, most uh-huh. places are concerned about, you know, think of the children. <laughs> right, that aren't supposed to be in the hot tub. They are not supposed to be in the hot tub. There's, you know, the rules next to the hot tub. Yeah. My son Jackson looks is reading the rules, and it says people under 14 not allowed without supervision and there was like a two-year-old or three-year-old in there in the hot tub by themselves yeah and jackson's like that three-year-old's in the hot tub it says it says you gotta over 14 under 14's gotta have adult supervision and i said yeah jackson it also says don't be in the hot tub for longer than 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and i said you and i both know Nobody falls out. That's well. ridiculous. And he's like, 15 minutes? Because me and him will be out in the hot tub for like an hour sometimes, chilling. Yeah. Being chilling. hot. Chilling? You know, chilling. Chilling out, Max. Relaxing all cool and all shooting some b ball outside, outside of, of school. Outside of school. a couple of guys. Talked about my wife. And oh, oh no. Uh, <laughs> okay. And hey, got to learn a little bit about the Columbia River. Okay. That's the big one. That is the biggest river in the Pacific Northwest, the Columbia River. And you know where it starts? Canada? Lake Columbia. Okay. Way up in Canada. It goes up. Oh. Starts way up in Canada, Lake Columbia. I assume there's some mountains, and it goes all the way down. At the Columbia Mountain? To Oregon, and then shoots across. And it's got, you know, the, Oregon, the Columbia River is like the border between Oregon and Washington for... 
till you get out there ways most about to where we got to it cuts up yeah and and the snake river the snake river goes into the columbia river snake river like cuts across idaho and stuff you know if they would have just called the rest of the river the snake river then that would be the biggest one but as you look at them but they called it columbia you can obviously tell yeah. How, how do you decide? I'll let that filthy Snake River. I watched the Snake River. It just goes into the Columbia. The Columbia is pretty giant. All right. Snake River's a little less giant. Okay. But my aunt is, uh, she's got five acres out in the high desert of Washington, Pasco. Maybe it's not high desert. I don't know. It's desert. And she's got a little farm there. Her husband has fashioned himself a gentleman farmer. Okay. They got goats, chickens, a couple of peacocks. Those eat those egg peacocks, feather peacocks, or eaten peacocks? I don't know what they do with the peacocks. Nothing is the answer. I don't know. One of them's a white peacock, and it's pretty awesome. Whoa. All white peacock. Is that an albino, or is it just a different kind? It's just a white one. It's not albino, he said. It says whatever. Never seen ones. different colored. Well, I've seen brown ones. Pause this podcast right now and look up white peacocks. They're awesome. Not you, Dan. You're going to have to look later. And, uh, and 460 cherry trees. Mm. 460 cherry trees. The day before, he had some pruners. Some guy, some neighbor who deals with cherry trees come over and prune them all up. What do you think it costs to prune one cherry tree? $100. No, come on. $500. $2 per tree. Oh, wait, what? I mean, they're small trees. Oh, they have a lot of them. They're like eight feet tall. Oh, well, you didn't say how much does it cost to prune an eight foot tall tree? Yeah, it's, it's a small Two dollars. You got four hundred and sixty. <laughs> let me let me guess again. Two dollars. Yeah, that's right. That's correct. <laughs> and then I, uh, you know, I've been doing some wood wood bowl turning. Yep. Wood turning with that lathe. And he goes, "Hey, you want some? Uh, you want some wood? I got a couple trees I want to cut down that have been in my way." And because uh, he pulls his tractor along and pulls his uh, pesticide sprayer. All organic, of course. All, all one hundred percent organic, and but there's like five trees that when he gets to the end of the row and needs to turn around, they're like it's a pretty tight turn. Okay, so he went out there and just cut down five cherry trees. That's ten dollars savings every year when you get them pruned. But he, they had already been pruned. Well, next year, he was like, "Man, I should have cut these down before the guy came around and pruned." And now I got some things that I might be able to use how thick how big around are those trunks they're not that big but it sprouts up like whatever you got a four Uh, four inch four inch and then it sprouts into like four up top so i'm hoping that the bowl can be that where it's where it goes from one to four sure that'll look cool maybe probably not also the uh yeah the kids had a fun time they played a lot of video games. My cousins, my grand, my aunt is taking care of the grandkid. So she's got a grandkid living there who's 15, and he doesn't see any many other kids. He plays a lot of video games, plays uh, 
has friends online that he talks to and stuff, but he's like way out in the middle of nowhere. And I came by and I had the Nintendo Switch. We hooked it up over there. And then I said, hey, we're not going to be using this tonight, dude. You want to just uh, play some Nintendo Switch? And he played Nintendo Switch for pretty much two days straight. Smart. And had had the greatest time. He beat, he beat uh, Mario Odyssey. What? He played that much. Whoa. Just while we were gone, pretty much. What? Like, anyways, not important. But it was a fun time and a great spring break for my kids, man. That sounds like a lot of fun. Sounds like a lot of fun. And I think I bought, because my, uh, my aunt's been wanting me to go up there for a couple couple years. Missed out. And I bought myself another six months. She has given me a project to come back to. Oh. She has a giant garden. Like, it's all downhill. On this five acres. Starts up at the house. Goes downhill. She's got probably 200 feet of garden that she's done so far. And it's going to go all the way down. It's going to be like a f- almost football field worth of just garden down okay. the hill. And uh, she wants me to build a little bridge because she's added a water feature up top, like a river that nice. goes down. And she's going to add another one. So she wants me to make a couple of little bridges for her. That's cool. Until I looked at how much, you know, lumber's cost. a lot of lumber. Like, Wait, you know. did she didn't commission you? No, she said, hey, can you do this for me? And I said, all right, I'm a good, I'm a good nephew. I'll, I'll make this bridge for you. That's hundreds of dollars. It's like six feet long. Okay. Four feet wide. That's hundreds of dollars. Could be. But you got to use cedar. It's worth it. It's out in the desert. Do you need to worry about that as much? Yeah, it's going to be weathered on. And it does get snowy up there. Hmm. Goat up and spit out. Billy Goat off stage. Might uh, boot off stage for slapping someone. Oh, <laughs> Again? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, now it's time for a new segment that we like to call Dan Convinces Me to Get Some New Tech that's coming along soon here in the future, maybe or maybe not. We're still workshopping the, the title. All right. Yep. So this is our new tech segment, and I so I asked because I was I was asked to do this segment, and I said, "Well, what price range?" Because you said, I'm, "I'm producer." I'm trying to I'm trying to convince you or the everyman, as you will. And I said, "Well, what price range are we going for here?" And you said, "Push it to the limit. Shoot for the moon. Shoot for the moon. I okay. want to. I want something awesome. I want to hear about some awesome tech." Okay. So. This is a piece of tech that just came out fairly recently, and uh, I kind of want one, and I think you all do too. What is it? It's called the 2022 Rivian R1T. What? It's an electric truck. The Rivian? It's an all-electric truck. Did you... uh, Tell me about this electric truck. I know Tesla has one they've been talking about for four years now. They don't have one. So... They let us down. What if I told you... That you could get an electric truck with 314 miles of range. Okay, that seems... Is that with a full load or is that empty? That's a truck with nothing in it. Okay. 
So maybe full load gets me down to 150 miles. It says 260 to 314. Okay, it gets me down to 260 when I'm pulling a space shuttle. What if I told you you could have 835 horsepower? What? How do they figure out horsepower when it comes to electric? Are there, is there some sort of conversion Just put it on the dyno? Does the dyno hook directly up to the uh, internal combustion engine? Well, it's at the wheels. That's right. Okay. Jeez. There's something about uh, LED bulbs where they're like, it's the equivalent of a 60-watt bulb, but it's only 3 watts. What if I told you you could tow 11,000 pounds? 11,000? That's a lot. That's like my big old car only has a tow capacity of like 47,000 uh, yeah. pounds, 4,700 pounds. Yeah. It's, it can tow a lot. Now, if you tow something, your range is going to go down yeah, quite okay. a bit. But, you know, just your boat back and forth. Yeah, to the river. Yeah. It's not like you're, you're going Columbia? to a river. Maybe Snake River, perhaps. Nah, I'd have to stop at a supercharger station on the way up to the Snake River. Or an all-electric boat. Oh, boat would be cool. All electric boat yet? So, okay, you know how fast a fast car zero to sixty is? What's a fast car? Like four point three seconds. Okay, that's. I mean, that's pretty fast. Six point two seconds. So, if I told you this thing weighed more than seven thousand pounds, what do you think its zero to sixty would be? Oh, must be somewhere close to. Eight seconds? Anyway, three seconds. What? It is ridiculously fast for being a truck the size of a Tacoma. I want to be pulling my boat, punch it, and then the boat just flies off the back. It's kind of crazy that it's that fast, right? Yeah, that seems excessively fast. Excessive. But you'd have to do it. Okay, but the real kicker is... They built this to be an off-road vehicle. You can, it has four independent wheels, motors, hub motors in each wheel. Oh, really? So there's th no, there's no drive, drive train. There's no, no drive train. Line. So the clearance has to be amazing. Up to that. like, I think it's something crazy, like 15 inches of clearance because you can adjust the, the ride height. And so if you're going to be somewhere where you need more clearance, you can mm -hmm. just lift it up. If you're going to be driving fast on the highway, you can just lower it down. Wow. And it can forward. They said, I think there's some, a bunch of stats out there that I don't have set right in front of me, but you can like forward 30 inches of water without flooding out the engine. Or, well, there's no engine, but you know, making bad things happen to your electric truck. 40 inches? 30 inches. 30 inches. Wow, man. Okay, what's the price on this baby? Well, any, have they said anything yet? That's no, they've they've started selling them officially. Not a lot of them. They're slow on production because you know chip shortages. Did they do the Tesla model? Tesla model where you bought where like when they were coming out and you could buy in and for thirty five thousand dollars you oh. got the model the, uh, three the original or quote unquote fifty thousand dollar Tesla and it was like hey you get this and then. When it arrived, it was like the real base, base, base model. 
to they, get it at they, that price. They did have pre-orders. Um, they decided not to go with a base model. Okay. So it's like there are a few options that you can get, but the price starts at, well, it says $67,500, but, you That's- know. It starts at seventy grand. That's a cheap car these days. And you bump it up another ten to get all the awesome stuff. There's I don't know if you've ever heard of a frunk. A frunk? A front trunk. Mm-hmm. Because there's no engine. And you got a frunk and a and a trunk? Well, you got a truck bed. A oh, giant yeah. truck bed. And then you got this trunk that is the whole front of the truck. Like where you'd normally have a giant engine in there. Mm-hmm. That's bigger than any trunk I've ever seen, you know. Wow. Mercury Grand Marquis. I w- can't wait until some hillbilly gets totaled one of these and drops that body on a diesel truck oh, engine <laughs> that everybody thinks he's using to r- driving a Rivian around. Yeah. It's just a diesel. So there's also a thing called a gear tunnel. Uh-huh. There's a space that exists between the back seat so this is a four-door truck with a short bed okay so it's five-seater four doors short bed and there is the space behind the back seat and the truck bed and the the bottom where all the batteries and stuff are mm-hmm. and there they put a gear tunnel in here so there's two doors one on each side that kind of open down they fold down like like little little wings that that mm-hmm. are also a step so you can stand on them to whatever reach the top of the truck. And then there's a tunnel that goes all the way through. So if you have long stuff, you can put it in this lockable extra trunk space. Oh, cool. And then they sell a $4,000 camping option that is a giant slide that pulls out of there that has like a sink and a stove and some other storage and things in this thing. All right, I want one. I'm just saying, it's not just cool. It's it's awesome. All right. Okay, sign me up. (laughs) Uh, But you're going to be on a long wait list. Hey, Mr. Rivian, if you would like to sponsor the show, uh, email uh, afterworkpod at gmail.com. We'll get you a sweet deal, probably... Two trucks will get you a year's worth of sponsorship on our podcast. What do you yeah. think? Is that fair? Or do, uh, you, do we need a third? No, no. Two trucks is fine. That's no, fine. We're good. Okay, cool. Uh, also, they they have an SUV model. That's basically the same thing, but just an SUV. Oh, I haven't heard anything about the SUV model. They have been focusing on the truck, and I think that's mostly what they're putting out. But Okay, cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, everybody should just run out there and pre-order your Rivian R1T. And, it, and that is the first of many Tech Corners. Dan's Tech Corner. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, 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 beep, beep. Perfect. Well, because that went long, we're going to have to end the show right now. Okay. So, everybody, it may seem like we added that... Dan's Tech Corner to, uh, you know, make up for the fact that we didn't have any around the house. But uh, you'd be wrong. Very, very wrong. Got cut. Got cut. Because of time. But uh, what I'm going to need you guys to do is get out there and 
Google that uh, Rivian. Maybe you could do something around the house. And also, uh, try making a Mai Tai. Yeah. But uh, that's all we got this week. And uh, we'll see y'all next time. We'll see y'all next time. After work. Thank you.